Welcome to the Fashion Your Passion podcast, your one-stop shop for all things mental health and college. Hosted by college student and entrepreneur, Sammy Beatrice, you'll hear from herself as well as her incredible guests on how you can fashion your passion and get less confused in your college journey. Let's get into the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Fashion Your Passion podcast. I am super happy that you decided to join us for another episode. This episode, I am actually super excited about because this episode is honestly going to take me back to my own roots. Um, But I have Aziza here from the Dear Person Listening podcast. She is a high schooler who started a podcast and really wanted to spread positivity. And so for my listeners who know that I started my podcast in high school, this is really just an interview that I um, have been looking forward to. So Aziza, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. And thank you for knowing about my podcast. Yeah, of course. No problem. I really sort of want to start at what inspired you to start your podcast? What was, was there sort of a point in your life where you were like, oh my goodness, like I need to sort of get on a platform um, to spread my voice and to spread my message? Or did it just sort of, you know, sort of happen uh, spontaneously? I didn't really, it actually, I started it during quarantine like two months into quarantine. And I knew like, since like seventh grade that I wanted to like, be some sort of like public speaker or like advocate for positivity and mental health. Like I've always known that since I was like 12 years old and like in seventh grade. But once quarantine started, I really got to like focus on like really how I can actually make it happen. And so I saw like another influencer starting a podcast and I was like, why not me? So I just did it. And It was like one of my favorite things I've ever done so far. Absolutely love that. I think that, you know, there were a lot of podcasts that sort of popped off during quarantine um, because we had so much time. And for you, you know, I think that sort of set you apart from a lot of other high schoolers when, you know, you utilized your time that you had. You wanted to, you know, you had a big idea from a young age and you sort of went off and did it, um, you know, without sort of anyone telling you oh you should do it actually you know like after you graduate high school or after you graduate college when you have more time you sort of went off and did it so was there any sort of like sort of pushback from people in your life when you started the podcast like oh you're not gonna have enough time for school or you're not gonna have enough time to focus on things that are more important than this podcast or was it just fully like full-on support um, you know, and people sort of were like, oh my gosh, I'm going to tune in for sure. Well, I actually didn't tell anybody for like a year, like not my parents, not my family, not even my closest best friend. I didn't tell anybody for an entire year. And I'm actually, I'm, that's like one of my proudest things to say, because, you know, like when we're, whenever like somebody starts something, we like to tell everybody about it, you know, and we get so excited about it. But I really wanted to like, not worry about how it would be perceived by others and just try to like build it up like and kind of like get the hang of things without feeling like pressure from other people to make it like blow up so fast or something I don't know so yeah I made sure I kept it a secret for a year until I like built my own confidence and then I started telling people and even now like some people who are close to me don't know but some people do it's just interesting (laughs) No, absolutely. I mean, I remember when I like first started my podcast in high school, 
I personally didn't want to like spread it out and like tell everyone. But one of my like high school teachers who had helped me start it, she was like, we have to tell everyone. She like would go up and down the halls and like tell everyone a new episode launch and she'd like give her class extra credit just for like a, like writing a review and I was like oh my god I was like I, this is not how I wanted this to go down but I'm like I'm also not complaining because like this is great like you know I'm getting PR it's fine um so I totally like understand where you're coming from with that um and yeah I mean like honestly it's like because in high school it's I feel like at least in my own experience it was simply just like I just wanted to be there and then get out and like then go off and do my own thing and so for me to sort of start that own quote-unquote own thing within high school I was like okay I'm only gonna start it now for myself and not for anyone else but then my teacher was like no screw that like we're gonna tell everyone and I was like okay fine so I totally understand where you're coming from and I sort of want to know like you know, you said since you were 12 that you wanted to sort of get into like the mental health advocacy space and all of that. Where did that passion stem from? I think it's really cool first that like your teacher supported you so much, even though it kind of pushed you a lot. But I think that's kind of cool. Like, I don't expect anybody in my life to be like that. But um, about mental health, I don't, I honestly don't even know where it came from, like knowing that I wanted to go into that at like a very young age. I think like I would just give my friends motivational speeches all the time whenever they were like stressed about their homework and they would accidentally like sound like I was like Mel Robbins or like some like famous motivation. Maybe I'm like thinking like my confidence is way over my head at like 12 years old, but I don't know. I just felt so passionately like about like helping somebody else and like I've always like wanted to better myself like I've always bettered myself in middle school and I didn't really have like friend group I mean I did but like I rarely ever did and if I did it would just break up and I just didn't really have many friends growing up so I spent a lot of my time kind of focusing on bettering myself and I just got like really passionate about it and I kind of wanted to spread it. No I love that and I think I mean I heavily relate to that you know I was sort of called like the therapist of my friend group and people were always coming to me for advice yeah so it was you know just sort of from there I was like okay I was like clearly I have a gift of some sort um you know and I want to use it and I just sort of went off you know a different path I mean like when I was in like the beginning of high school I wanted to like be an actual therapist I wanted to go to school for like a bunch of years and do that whole path and then you know, when I started the podcast and I sort of learned about what entrepreneurship is in the personal development area, I was like, oh, I was like, I don't need to go to school for 10 years just to like, you know, make not that much money. I was like, I can become an entrepreneur, make my own hours, do my own thing. And, you know, like, like basically become a thought leader at the end of the day. Right. Um, and so that's sort of where I veered off into. Um, but I mean, yes, very, very similar origins. I noticed that like whenever like I was like looking at your social media and like your podcast and stuff and like I feel like we had a lot of this we have not had we have a lot of like similarities like in our stories and like our interests and I find that really interesting because you're like what um what's like your like what year are you in college right now? I am a fourth year in college. So I'm a senior. Oh, you're about to graduate. You're a yeah. senior. I'm a senior yeah. in high school. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I see myself in you. Like in four years, I'm probably going to be in a similar position. <laughs> that you're, and you're wearing pink. I love pink. Like, pink is my person? color. I, <laughs> I love pink. Yeah. 
I want to roll into sort of um, a little bit about what we had discussed previously, what we were going to talk about, which is sort of like failure and how to reframe that as a way to see it being, in a sense, you being successful. Um, I mean, you are, I mean, I'm young, but not as young as you. Uh, And so I sort of am curious to know, like, what, how you're sort of thinking behind how failure is a blessing and you're thinking about how, you know, we can see success in a different light than society shows us. Yeah, I was excited to talk about this because um, in my, right now I'm a senior. So in my junior year, last year of high school, like I definitely like told more people about my podcast. And then I also started my own small business and doing both of those things and being in school, like it, it was like really hard for me, like trying to like get things started and like dealing with like people's perceptions and obviously when you start something new it's like new so you're gonna like a lot of the times you feel pressure for like I said for things to like go great right away or to look like you're doing great and like trying to like prove to other people that what you're doing all the sacrifices you're making is worth it and so um in junior year I kind of struggled a lot and during junior year like while I was going through that I kind of like kept telling myself, I was like, I know, like, obviously it's for a reason. I know that I'm learning something from this. And I just kept telling myself that. And now that I'm a senior right now, I definitely like in the moment, I didn't actually feel that way. I told myself that I didn't really feel that way. But now my senior year, I definitely see how like, it was the biggest blessing to like have things not succeed like so fast. And like, it taught me the like, failure teaches you more than success right away ever will so yeah I feel like yeah I hope I explained that well no I love that and I totally agree I mean for me this podcast I've had it for what four or five years now and it's like it's nowhere where I wanted it to be you know I've taken longer breaks at some points than I wanted to you know, and I really just like haven't put out as much time into it as I wanted to. And so I've had to sort of, you know, sort of sit back and readjust my timeline of how I wanted to achieve things. Right. Um, and it's sort of like, you know, it it's it hurts when you do it at first because you're like, dang, you're like, I really wanted that to happen, you know, at X date. But now I have to push it six, seven, eight months. This really, you know, it sucks. I want to know sort of your perspective on that and sort of how, you know, when you were in that, like, that low point of like, okay, I'm here right now, I'm feeling these things, how did you ultimately sort of begin to filter your thoughts as like, okay, I'm in this for a reason, I'm going to learn something from it? Um, Because, you know, obviously, for many people, it's easier said than done to do so. So how did you get to that point? I think it comes down to like how you talk to yourself because like it's like it's hard to like really like if you're not feeling happy it's harder to be positive obviously and to actually believe that it's for a reason but I think if you're actively like showing up for yourself and like at least trying then that's like that's like enough that like makes me go to sleep at night knowing that I tried and like I talked myself through it and I tried to um yeah and I feel like if you're really like when you're following your passions and stuff a lot of the time you won't really I think it depends on what you're doing but it won't always depend on like your accomplishment like 
you reaching a milestone. Like you'll enjoy doing it even with nothing in return, nothing big. Yeah. And I wanted to actually, that's what I was going to ask you next. So thank you for giving me a more uh, smooth transition into that. But for us, I feel like in society right now, success looks like having a good job, having a family and sort of uh, making a lot of money. But I think for you and I, as we've sort of gone through our own sort of mental health and personal development journeys, we've learned that that isn't the only definition of success. What does sort of the definition of success look like to you? How would you define success? I would say it's like being content with everything, not everything, but being content with what's happening in your day-to-day life right now. Because things will change, like good thing, you'll have a good day one day, you'll have a bad day the next day, like, it's like you'll have your highs and lows and everything. But if you're able to like, allow yourself to feel through it and be at peace with it and not try to, how do I say this, like, not try to hide the fact that you're, that you're dealing with a certain struggle, or trying to push it away, just allowing it to happen and being content with it and kind of like, monitoring, like, being very self aware. I hope that makes sense. But um, yeah, I think just being content and you don't have to be happy, but just being content. And like, I feel like I'm, it's, I feel like it's a big thing to say, but I feel like I'm successful right now in my life just because I found a way to like being content with what I have and just life is too short to not be okay with what you have right now because I could be gone tomorrow, you know? So Yeah. I would definitely agree with that. I mean, I I believe you are very successful right now. I mean, the fact that you, you know, like agreed to come on this podcast and be be a podcast guest um is something that not every person, even people like way older than us who have podcasts agree to, right? So just the fact that you are here today shows how, you know, how committed you are to your passion and how committed you are to spreading your message. So I definitely commend you for that. But now I'm curious to know, because that is such a beautiful definition of success. I honestly have not heard of heard that one before. And so it actually is really enlightening for me to hear it from you. But how did you get to that point? How did you sort of begin to reframe and sort of realize that success isn't, you know, the job, isn't the, you know, the, the picture perfect family that you created? Success is being content with your everyday. How did you I guess just figure that out. I think that's a really good question because a lot of the time, like when people give advice, like online and stuff, they don't really tell you how, okay? Like they're like, okay, you have to be this way or whatever. Like they give some advice, but they don't really share how. Hmm, I'm trying to think how I actually did think of it that way. I think I'm just very committed towards like my happiness. And I feel like a lot of people, well, it depends on the situation, but a lot of the time people won't be as committed. and I, I don't know, I, I carve out a lot of time, like I carve out a lot of downtime. So I'm, I keep myself very self aware. And I journal all the time, like, I'm staring at my journal right now. It's like pages full of stuff. So like, I feel like just being committed to working on your mindset all the time. And even if you don't feel good all the time, you just stay committed to just trying, like I said earlier, like, trying to be more content with it, understanding yourself and it is really about how you talk to yourself because you are with yourself all the time. Everyone is with themselves all the time more than anybody else. So you can influence your mindset more than anybody else. Like, you know what I mean? I used to say all the time that you are the only person 
who knows yourself the best, right? So you are the only person who can tell yourself. And, like, people got so confused because they were like, what are you talking about? But it was like you're the only person who can talk to yourself. You're the only person who can tell yourself what you enjoy, what you don't enjoy. You're the only person, you know, who knows what's going on in your life. And so you're the only person who can change that if you need to. And I think that that it resonates in this aspect too, because if you're not content, like you were saying, if you're not, you know, sort of happy when you wake up, I mean, not obviously not when you directly wake up, but as you wake up and go through your day, um, if you're not, you know, sort of happy with that, you're the only person who can change it there. And, you know, and you can change the outside factors that may be, uh, you know, sort of in your way or the inside factors that may be in your way, but you can't just blame your situation on someone or something else because they may have no idea that they're affecting you and impacting you so much. So I'm curious to know sort of like, do you have any best tips or practices for people to become more content in their lives? I think definitely like gratitude, like literally forcing yourself whenever like you're going through your day and you're you're like kind of dreading what's going on in your day. Like, oh no, this is not, no, this is not it. I'm not enjoying this. Literally just being like, okay, it's okay to feel that way, but you are still lucky to be in the situation you're in. Like, even if you have this problem, let's say you have a problem with like your family or something, like, like you're also, you should also be like grateful for having someone like, like them in your life sometimes, or like, I don't know, you lost gas in your car or something okay but you have a car that like I don't know just like thinking beyond how you feel and trying to like look for things that you get for like always and I think of it like like having like a cup of pot like this is how I picture it in my brain like having like a cup of positive energy and then like it's just filled with gratitude so anytime you need like a refill like to re-energize yourself drink it kind of but you drink it just by thinking of things you're grateful for and that can like energize you the most because I feel like there are way more good things in your life if you there will be more like you'll be able to see more good things if you're able to focus on them and it'll energize you and when you recognize more then more will come to you so I think being content is a lot to do with um seeing beyond like your problems yeah, and it's also, like, recognizing the small things, like, you're mentioning, like, oh, like, yeah, I ran out of gas, but, like, I actually have a car that takes me places when I do have gas, right, or it's, like, oh, like, you know, like, my sister or my roommate's really annoying me, but, like, I actually have a roommate, I have a sister who, on, you know, more times than not, I actually love and adore, um, and enjoy hanging out with and all of that, and so it is, I, I think, personally, it's focusing on those little things, like you said, and being grateful for those things, you know, because when you have a bigger setback, you can fall back on, oh, I have these little things and I, I am, you know, there are people out there who do not have these little things. So I'm grateful that I have them. I want to sort of ask you a little bit about how to fall in love with the process of something, right? So we always are throwing around the words like journey and process and, you know, end goal, destination. And I feel like in society nowadays, there is a lot of push to get things done, finish things, you know, sort of like, how efficient can we be? How much can we get done in a day? But I think you 
recognize a lot about falling in love with the process and going through, you know, sort of the motions of achieving a destination or achieving an end goal. So what is your perspective on that and sort of how are you like a sort of a more process person or are you sort of an end goal person? Um, you know, and sort of how has that impacted you? That's a good question. Um, I think in the beginning of like my journey of like first starting a podcast and starting my small business, just in general, like trying to get my like advocacy career going and stuff. Like, of course we have the end goal in mind. Like that's our initial reason of starting it. But um, as you like start doing it, like actually working towards it, you realize, oh, this is going to take longer than I thought or thing. this is not as easy as I thought it would be. You know what I mean? But then I think obviously like remembering like your why, like why you even started it in the first place can help you continue to keep going, especially if you're thinking also like the biggest thing that I've realized recently is like usually your why, your why is like how you're impacting others. Like if you are constantly thinking about yourself and how it can benefit you by doing this or how much you want to do it, or like if you just keep thinking about yourself, obviously you're going to get drained, but you're going to get energized when you realize, oh shoot, like if I keep going, imagine how many people I could impact when I do that. So I'm not, I don't know if this applies to like everyone, but most of the time when people have like a huge goal that takes a lot of time you know, it, it makes a big impact on other people. So if you like remember that and like as you're going along your journey, just remembering it and yeah, being grateful like all the time because every single day you're always a step further than you were yesterday. Even if you had a, a setback today, like that setback is going to propel you forward anyway. So like you're always doing better than you were before. And so just re- remembering that and always like taking a second to look back at where you were keeps you going too because you realize like especially like right now like I said in my senior year I look back to my junior year even though not much has changed like I'm still working on the same things that I was working on last year and I still have a few of the same like um like what's like setbacks or like struggles I have like similar ones but I'm so much more at peace than I was then and so I just look back to then and how I handled it and so you just when you compare yourself to your past self it keeps like it gives you like motivation to keep going because you never know you truly never know like what can happen next even if it feels like the end of the world you never know what happens next so yeah just kind of enjoying the process and knowing that even people who who you look up to and even reach your end goal like those people still have issues those people still have problems and those people are still working towards something even bigger like you're like you're always working towards something bigger. Once you reach whatever you think is success, like you're still going to keep working for something else. So like, if you're not falling in love with the journey, then you're just chasing something that like, you'll never be satisfied. And if you're not satisfied now, then you will never be satisfied. I love that so much. Oh my goodness. If you do not fall in love with the journey now, you won't be satisfied. You'll be searching for something else and you won't be satisfied. And if you're not satisfied now, you will never be satisfied. I, that was so good. That was a golden nugget. Oh my goodness. I agree. I mean, yeah, you made so many like valid points. Life isn't checking off the boxes and moving forward and, you know, sort of uh, 
going towards and trying to achieve bigger and better things. Obviously, it's a great part and a great perk of life, right? But it's not the whole thing. And so to be able to understand that the journey you're going through right now is something that you should recognize and be an active part in it instead of like an inactive part in it um, is something that a lot of people don't aren't seeing right now, you know? They're like, oh, if I work 50 hours this, in the next six weeks, I can get a promotion. And they hustle, 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 and then they get that promotion. They're like, okay. They're like, what's next? Okay, now I got to work 70 hours, you know, to get the next promotion. And it's like, is that how you want to live your life? And then, you know, then they lose their passion for their job, and then they quit, and they have to start all over again. And so it's it's when you're in, you know, and sort of like and you're able to, in the middle of the day, take a step back, look at the work you're doing, and say, oh my goodness, I am helping X person because of, you know, one, two, three things I'm doing, right? That is when you're able to sort of enjoy the things you're doing in your day a lot better. I have loved, loved, loved chatting with you today. Before we roll into the final question, I want you to let everyone know where they can find you on social, on the web, and where they can find your podcast. So my podcast is called Dear Person Listening. You can find it on Spotify, Google Podcasts, basically all the all the podcast places, Apple Podcasts too. And my Instagram is at Dear Person Listening. Yeah, that's basically where you can find me. Yes, and all those links will be down below. Uh, for the final question of this podcast, this is a question that I've asked every single guest who has ever been on the podcast. But based off of the title, which is Fashion Your Passion, what is one tip that you would give those who are dreaming based off of how you have fashioned your passion? I would say think about, just ask yourself the question, what would you do even if you got nothing in return? I love that. That is beautiful. I have not heard that before. And that is actually really impactful because you're right. You know, like it's not everything neat that you do in your life needs to have a monetary value or some sort of recognition to it. And it's, yeah, those things that, you know, you could do without getting something in return. That is what you truly, truly enjoy. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I am super, super grateful. I'm excited to record our episode on your podcast. Um, so for those of you listening, be sure I, to follow me on Instagram. That way you'll see when it comes out. And I will talk to you guys next week.